When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning, Packers fans. I'm Ron Burgundy. All right. Look, I'm on YouTube. Just making sure. Sorry about that, guys. I have no idea. Some of you could see me on YouTube. Some of you couldn't. Um, so just shut it down. Start over. Hope you're all doing well this morning. What's going on? Still no YouTube. Antonio, I literally just saw it on YouTube. Nice try. I expect that from Facebook, folks. I don't, YouTube is wonky this morning, though. I will say that. Uh, there's zero question about it. You throw in my power issues, and it's just a fun morning all around. But, uh, yeah, there I am on YouTube. I see myself. So, uh, you know, if YouTube just uh, completely bombs, I'm sorry, folks. Uh, I'll talk to everyone on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, YouTube, my uh, deepest sympathies and apologies. Hope you're all well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, music now it's back to PM. No, it's not on PM. YouTube still has nothing. I literally just watched it. Literally, let me try it again. You know what? Maybe I just talked to Facebook and Twitter today. There I am. Look, I literally just watched it. There I am on YouTube. That's me on YouTube. So, yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't know what you're saying. Hello from Winniconnie. What's up, Larry? How's Winniconnie? New York is uh, overcast today. I'm a little, uh, little despondent, a little depressing, but it was supposed to rain and it's not, so that's looking on the bright side. Uh-huh. See, look at this. I got two people. I see you. And then the next person says nothing. I was going to say, refresh your YouTube app uh, or page. Uh, close out the app and then restart it and it should be there. But YouTube is definitely wonky. Is here. What's up, Big B? We need the grave digger. Man, I gotta talk to Gilbert. We were supposed to do something last summer and it just never materialized. Um, he obviously came on the draft show last year and he was awesome. Um, gotta get him on doing some cheesehead TV stuff. Draft the big boys, O and D line, take some linebackers too. Go back, go. Mark's like all defense. Uh, da, 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 da. 
Not on AOL either. <laughs> exactly. Raining. Is it raining where you are, Larry? Sorry, buddy. Mags, do we still have Kevin King? Think that Douglas signing, he'll play more of a safety role? They do not officially. He's a free agent. But um, could I see him being re-signed? Yeah, I could. And I think you'd see him maybe utilized as they did kind of down the stretch last four or five games where um, when he was available, uh, where they used him kind of inside in the dime quite a little bit. Um, matching up against tight ends and things like that. I think you could possibly see that, but that's only if he's back. I would love for us to sign Honey Badger low-key. Oh, man, I would I would love that signing. I love him as a player. I can't imagine the Packers are going to fork over that kind of money because i got to think he's going to get paid on the open market, and I can't imagine that's going to be in Green Bay. But, yeah, I love him. Uh, good morning, TKM. What's up? Think the longer MVS stays in the market, the bigger the odds are he's back in Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would be the guess, right? But I don't really know. I mean, Tom Silverstein wrote, I think it was on March 18th. It is now the 23rd, but he wrote on the 18th or 19th that MVS, you know, had been mulling over offers. And then the Packers called after the Devontae trade and said, whole, you know, please give us a chance to make an offer, blah, blah, blah. And then apparently they've been in a holding pattern for what five days? I don't know, man. It's it's something weird there, but kind of like YouTube this morning. Do you see the pack making a trade for a receiver or picking one up in free agency? I would, if I had to guess, I would say picking one up in free agency. Who would that who that would be? I have no idea. Maybe Julio Jones, but um, I'd be surprised if they flipped a draft pick for a receiver. But I've been surprised before, like last week when they traded Devontae. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Queen fans are so adorable, truly. Dave, thanks for the super chat, buddy. Hoping Packers can get in this draft 2022 contributors and core starters for the post Rogers dead cap era. Well, that's the other thing. That's another reason to build up your your lines because whatever happens in the next few years, when Aaron is gone, you are going to need to dominate up front, make life easier for whoever's taking over at quarterback because they ain't going to be Aaron Rodgers. Not going to be that level of play. Not going to be the ability to get you out of trouble, etc. Both with your mind and your legs. So, yeah, I, I I very much hear you. And I think they did a pretty decent job in that regard last year, as far as guys from big programs who could come in and contribute right away. Um, you saw that a couple with a couple guys. Um, I think you know I asked Brian about that at the combine, and I don't think it's something they're going to specifically try to do, but it could potentially fall that way. No doubt about it. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Rye, is this a Super Bowl or bust year again for Rodgers and the Packers? Yes. Seems like a lot of pressure is on the offense this year. The O-line, the wide receivers, and even the tight end group is really uncertain with Tunyon's injury. I know there is no game tomorrow, but as the roster sits now, it just seems like Brian has a lot of work to do. Thoughts? P.S. Keep up the great work and carrying the G every day. Thanks, man. Um, Yeah, of course he has work to do, but so do 31 other teams. And... I, you know, I said it a couple days ago, I'll say it again. Don't, don't mistake activity for achievement. You know, they have a plan. Clearly the Devante trade is a big kind of reset moment as far as the cap goes. Um, but you know, they, they know what they got to do and is there pressure on the offense? Yeah, of course. But I don't think it's any more so than any other year. Um, if anything, it sure feels like, and seems like the defense is trending towards a place where they can win games on defense. And that is not something we have ever gotten used to in Green Bay. But 
yeah, I mean, there, yeah, there are pieces to add. There's things to be done, but overall, they're in a good spot. I think offensive tackle, I said this last night on Twitter, I think offensive tackle is the one spot where you really got to do some work. And whether that's free agency or the draft, maybe that's bringing back Dennis Kelly, what have you. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a spot to me where they got to, they probably still have to look and try to bolster prior to the draft. But um, they're in a good spot. And they Yes, they're in a little bit of flux, no doubt, but I got a lot of time. Timbo, thanks for the super chat. You think we see how wide receivers land in the draft, then sign a free agent? It's a possibility. There's undoubtedly going to be um, guys sitting out there without contracts whose agents are like, let's just wait till after the draft. Uh, that does happen, not every year, but many times where you want to see what's, you know, and teams start, you know, kind of like, maybe not drawing in, but they start saying, okay, let's set our board. Let's like, we've done what we can in free agency. Let's, let's see how the draft falls before we start kind of going back out and making uh, pitches to players. Um, so yeah, it's a possibility. I still think they probably add one wide receiver prior to the draft. That's obviously just guesswork on my part, but I would think as we were just talking about, Brian would want to do that. So he doesn't have to reach for one, but you know, that's again, all guesswork on my part. Uh, Craig, thanks for the super chat. My feeling on Rogers is leave the Lombardi trophy on the nightstand when we're done and don't stay for breakfast. Let's not make this more awkward. Well, I, I talked about this on the stream prior that crap the bed, but yeah, I understand that feeling. I don't share that sentiment, but I get you. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he's a legend. He's only adding to his legend at this point. Um, for whatever you think about him off the field or how he's handled his business or whatever, He's still brought us a ton of fantastic football and great memories and awesome times as that the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. And, I, you know, that alone cements him in my heart, you know, as a Packer legend. And warts and all, whatever you think of what he says or does off the field, is immaterial to me when it comes to the Green Bay Packers because that's literally why I'm interested in the guy for his prowess on the football field. So that's just me. Uh, Rogers, her toe. What's up, man? Z Smith officially likes Nickelback. <laughs> That's great. Vex, thanks for the super chat. I haven't seen much discussion on Amari Rogers. Do you think he will be an impact or regular contributor this year? I'm really glad you asked this question because I have seen boatloads, truckloads, container loads full of slander when it comes to Amari Rogers. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he is going to be some dynamic presence on the offense in 2022, that he's going to suddenly burst on the scene and become a superstar. I'm not even going to say that he's going to be a regular contributor. I have no idea where he is going to fit offensively for the Packers and how much they're going to try to utilize him, etc. But the vitriol that this kid gets on Twitter is beyond me, man. I've seen so many people labeling him a bust and a terrible draft pick and blah, 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 and he sucks. I mean, how can you know anything about anything when it comes to Amari Rodgers? The kid has barely played, barely touched the field, and people are ready to proclaim whatever. Oh, well, his athletic scoring when we were doing the dick was so I don't give a shit. Can we at least let him play? in the NFL more than 10 snaps 
before we talk about what a wasted pick or a bust he is, blah, blah, blah. All players have value. And the moment they step on the football field, where they were drafted or the circumstances about how they were acquired means absolutely nothing. But can we just let the kid play? Y'all, whether it's Rashawn Gary, whether it's Devontae Adams back in the day, everyone's just so quick to just hate and destroy and just want to pile on the dirt. And I'm just like, can we let it breathe just a little bit? And Vex, this isn't directed at you. I know this is not what, you know, you weren't weren't burying the kid. But, man, it blows my mind. How many times do Packers fans have to go through this? How many times can a guy come in, maybe you're a little bit excited about his third-round pick. I get it. Brian traded up for him. So you're like, all right, cool. But they did then trade for Randall Cobb who essentially took many of the snaps you would expect probably would have gone to Amari. That's not Amari's fault. You know, it's just, it blows my mind. How many times, how, how many times do we have to go through this? Where a guy comes out and maybe doesn't produce right away, maybe isn't gangbusters and fans just instantly turn on him. How many, when are you going to learn? Let it, play out you don't know what he is he hasn't played (sighs) thanks vex i needed to get that off my chest walter thanks for the super chat tay went against you saying it ain't show friends it show business (laughs) i think that's how it goes with teaming up with car oh wait a second walter you know i love you but uh did he not just become the highest paid wide receiver in the league the highest paid non-quarterback in the league? Don't tell me it ain't show business. Come on. I mean, I know he's going to play with David and he's all excited. That's great. But the contract is a part of it. It's show business with a little bit of show, friends. A little bit. But it is show business. Josh, thanks for the super chat. My apologies if this was read, but I didn't have the stream. So here... Some more cash. Thanks, Josh. Sorry about that. Rashawn Gary boosting jersey sales with a single tweet. Gotta love it. Absolutely have to adore Rashawn Gary for coming back at Z. And here's the thing. I don't think Rashawn was doing that, like trying to dunk on Z or trying to like start beef or whatever. I think he literally was like, you know, I was thinking the same thing. Like he was having fun with Z, I think. You know, they're they ex-teammates and they're close. He's talked about what a mentor he's been to him, etc. But man, Packers Twitter can devoured that. It was so fun. Such a great tweet. I loved it. So good. I was thinking the same thing. Walter, thanks again, buddy. Replace my Tay picks with Jair or Aaron Jones. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Good question. I would say Jair. Um, yeah, they all. They, you can't go wrong either way. But I would go Jair. That's just me. Did someone just tell me to chill out in the comments? Chill pill, Nags. No, no, no. When I get, you know, emotional about something, I'm emotionally invested. No, I'm not going to chill. Nope. Nope. You're more than welcome to go on your channel, wherever that may be, and sit there and chill. Go right ahead. Man, nothing gets me going. Nothing gets me going like being told how to act or how to operate or what you should do. Like, no, 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 no. It's like, you know, Al Swearingen and Deadwood. 
Don't talk to me how to don't tell me how to talk in my own fucking place. I love that scene. Walter again, buddy. What's up, man? Okay, you got me on that last oh you. No, you don't know that. I hear you, man. I'm just saying, like, it's show business, you know. <laughs> Uh, love the hat, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Aaron Harper. How you doing, man? Uh, this is such, this is, as you can see, it's very old and beat up, but yeah, I love, I had, I had one like this for like a decade and then it finally kind of died. And then now I got a replacement a couple of years ago and this one's already beat the hell. Now he's going to be someone who could be a surprise breakout besides Amari. That's a good question. I mean, you want to say Deguara, right? Man, better be Deguara got to atone for that drop in the playoffs but yeah i don't know i don't think there's this is the problem when we're all so obsessed with the team especially people who are on a live chat at 10 a.m on a wednesday in the off season like there ain't nobody you you wouldn't expect or know about right um i'll i'll go but i'll go with a deep cut i'll go with Jawan winfrey you know especially as the roster stands right now perimeter guy bigger guy he makes uh he has another camp like he had last summer Gets in the rotation, earns Rogers' trust. You know, he had an up and down kind of debut there in Arizona last year, but I think he's still got a pretty high ceiling, especially in that offense. So I think Juwan Winfrey's got a shot. Now I'm going to say that and watch him get cut tomorrow. Marshall, thanks for the super chat. Zadarius backed out of the Ravens deal because of money. Did the Vikings give him significantly more? I didn't really compare the two. Um, I know Tom Pelissero put out the initial kind of numbers. So it was a three-year deal, but I'm not, I, I would be lying if I told you I'd, I'd looked and compared it. Um, I think he just had the opportunity, realized he had the opportunity. I would suspect that Mike Pettin and Mike Smith put the, the full court press on him to come join them in Minnesota. That would be my guess. But of course, it's only a guess. Landon, thanks for the super chat, man. When our O-line is 100% healthy, what five do Matt LaFleur put out there in your opinion? I, I, I talked about this on Twitter the other day. I would suspect it would go Bakhtiari, Runyon, Myers, Newman, and then tackle, I guess, Yash, who's not technically, I think he's, what, an exclusive rights or a restricted free agent at the moment. Um, they'll obviously get him done. So I would suspect Yash to start the season. When Elton gets healthy, he's has to figure in there either at tackle or guard, but that's probably not going to be until halfway through the season, which sucks, obviously, but I would think, yeah, that would be the initial five, but who knows? Maybe they bring back Dennis Kelly, throw him in the mix at tackle. So then they may end up drafting someone if the board falls the right way. So long way to go, but that right here sitting now, late March, that's what I would suspect they would do. Uh, will be my guesswork. What is your standard for being a good wide receiver? It's a very broad question, Andrew. <laughs> um, I mean, you got to catch the football. You got to get open. Got to use leverage. You got to know how to work uh, what you see when it comes to coverage when you get off the line of scrimmage, getting off the line of scrimmage, blocking in the run game. Um, a lot of components there. Being productive always helps, which comes down to catching the football when it's thrown to you. But, you know, there's a lot of levels to that. Um, and then I think there are good wide receivers who maybe don't get a ton of production. We don't have a ton of production, but that's no fault of their own. They can't throw themselves the ball, right? 
but what else we got here? Dennis, morning, buddy. How are you? Thanks for the super chat. Can you speak on the drawn Reed signing? Yeah, I mean, I did a whole video about it yesterday, but I love this signing simply because I think it allows for a lot of flexibility up front. And I think he's a major upgrade over Kiki, who, you know, say what you want about whatever, however it ended with Kiki. I mean, when Kiki was on, you know, he wasn't very consistent, but when he was on, they could really do a lot of fun stuff up front and not have to resort to kind of big pressures, right? Um, I think Drawn should help in that regard, especially when it comes to moving Kenny around. One of the things they started doing a lot of last summer, and we talked to Kenny about it actually last when the draft was out. He was on our draft live stream about how much different it was compared to Petten system in regards to moving him up and down the front. And I think Reed really allows for flexibility in that regard because you know you're going to at least have you know, it's not like, you know, some 350 Zach Gilbert in the middle, you know, it's not this immovable object, but it is someone who's damn stout and still get, offers a little bit of pass rush. I know that a lot's been made, at least I've seen on Twitter about who he quote only had two and a half sacks last year. But if you listen to Mike Smith at all for the last four or five years, you know, man, sacks don't mean a whole hell of a lot. What matters is if you are consistently pressuring the quarterback or getting to the quarterback with pressure. And that's something he did pretty consistently, especially in the second half of the year. Um, you know, his playoff cutups are pretty damn impressive. So I love the signing because it does give you flexibility without a ton of drop off. And I'm not saying he's Kenny, no one is, but it does allow, um, Montgomery, as far as the rotation goes, a lot of kind of different chess pieces up front and how he wants to match up with people and how he wants to utilize uh, his front. And look, I, we, we when I did the video yesterday, I talked about Kenny, obviously, um, Duran. You got Dean Lowry coming off his best year. And Tyler Lancaster, who knows? I mean, I, I think he's still a serviceable piece, but maybe something happens in the draft and they, they – continue to kind of grow that line. But, you know, one guy I forgot to mention in that video was Jack Heflin. He did, he played so well in the preseason last year, but did not really get much of an opportunity uh, during the season in 2021. I'm really hoping he continues to develop um, because we saw real flashes, both in camp and practices and in the preseason. So I'm excited about what they're building up front on defense. No doubt about it. Kyle, thank you for the super chat. If Reed can free up some doubles on Kenny, oh, baby, my liver is going to suffer next season. A <laughs> lot of shots for uh, sacked quarterbacks. I'm down with that. Landon, thanks again. Do you think Jones and Dylan both get over 1,000 total yards next season? Absolutely. No question. Lock it up. Market zero, dude. Market zero. All right, buddy, I'm going to have to get going. I really can't apologize enough for all the shenanigans with the first stream and the YouTube issues and hopefully uh, right as rain now. but. Uh, oh, Fred got a late super chat in here. What are your expectations on TJ Slayton? That's another guy. I didn't mention him in the video, but I really think you saw you saw a lot of flashes and you saw how effective he can be, especially later in the season. You need more consistency out of the kid, but he is young and defensive linemen tend to kind of come along slowly. And I think if he can become consistent, if he can give you the effort and the, not even the production, but just the, the effort and uh, a consistent kind of leaning into his technique and being able to be counted on uh, down in and down out when it comes to doing the dirty work and the stunts and things of that nature. Yeah, I think 
he should be able to take a big step. But I, you always want to, you, know, you don't want to expect, but you hope for the big jump, right, from year one to year two. And a lot of that comes down to the player. Now, obviously, I don't know, TJ, I have no idea what he's up to this offseason, but a lot of that jump, the expected year one to year two jump, comes from your work in the offseason as a player, you individually. So if he puts in the work, yeah, sky's the limit. I think he could really help the defense. Um, thanks so much, everybody. Brandy's here. What's up, Brandy? Hope you're well. Accidental Hero, thanks for the super chat. Thanks. No, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Uh, can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.